Hello and welcome to the 365 Talk Social Media. My name is Amy and in today's episode, I'm probably going to keep this a slightly shorter episode, but I wanted to reflect on a recent investigation slash study, however you want to phrase it, by the ASA. So the ASA is the Advertising Standards Authority and recently, well, going back to September 2020, they did a investigation of how influencers are declaring their ads online and what came from this is really really interesting and also particularly important to know if either you are a business that works with influencers and you offer a influencer marketing service or you are yourself an influencer or an online content creator that promotes brands and works in that degree with brands that you create Instagram content, YouTube content, advertising content that is in relation to a specific brand or business. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I wanted to not only talk about what they found from the investigation, but also clarity on how you need to declare your ads online. It's incredibly important and they're going to really, really tighten the regulations based on the research that they had done going back to September 2020. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, how you have to declare your ads online and also a business and influencer responsibility in terms of doing so. So with that all said, let's dive straight into it. So this study that I'm mentioning was conducted by the ASA where they just pinpointed different influencers and looked at how they are declaring their ads online. So an ad, you might be thinking, what defines an advert? So this includes any exchange from a business to an influencer. So this will include paid promotion, so where someone has a contract in place and they are talking about the brand because there is that contract and you know, that they have this relationship in which they do so, which is absolutely fine, so long as it is declared. But an ad is also a gift exchange, so where influencers might use the term gifted, or specifically, I've seen this a lot on my Instagram, where people say, not obliged to post, but I'm gonna talk about this thing. Anything that has an exchange of product between a brand and an influencer, regardless of whether there is money behind it, it has been gifted, or even if it's just a PR parcel that you receive all the time when a new specific product comes out by a brand, you need to declare that as an ad, even if there's not money involved. And I think that this is initially where people had confusion in terms of declaring, but even if it is no money, you have to declare it as an ad. So a great way to do that if you want to differentiate the fact that something is like an ad or has been gifted to you or is a PR product, you can do ad hyphen and then go into detail. So you could put gifted or PR product or gifted experience, but the word ad has to be at the beginning of any type of content that you conduct online if a product has been included in there from a brand that you basically haven't paid for, that is not organically placed by you. And ultimately this is what the ASA found in this study is that influencers in short, this can range from celebrities to micro influencers are not declaring that in the best way. And therefore they're gonna be really clamping down on how people need to do this and fines are gonna be very, very quickly put into place. So at the moment it is illegal for you not to declare an ad and they will chase you up and they will find you if they find that from a responsibility point of view, you are not being clear with your audience. However, it's also very clear that not everyone is following the same rules and so they're gonna put their foot down and they're gonna start enforcing fines a lot quicker, making sure that what they find is also published. So I know that 
quite recently looking back at the Molly May giveaway that was done last year and is something that Lucy and I spoke about in a previous podcast episode was that she didn't actually create the winners in the way that goes against their regulation so they also then publish that because they need people to know and they basically make an example of people that don't follow the rules that is also something that people need to be aware of is that if they investigate you or anything like that they will also publish that information out brands and businesses can also see that and of course from an seo point of view and from a name point of view you want to really avoid that so the best thing to do is to make sure you are following the guidelines which are very very clearly put in place by the asa for the sake of someone like me who has actually read those rules is that the word ad has to be at the beginning of any content that you post so for example on instagram if you are placing a product that you have been sent by a brand that still needs to have the word ad at the front of it not at the end not hidden within the hashtags anything like that it needs to be extremely clear that at the beginning of the text this is a product that you have either been paid to promote or have received for free from the brand with some degree of expectation to post so this then leads me on to the this then leads me on to the not obliged to post slogan i think that i've seen quite a lot on instagram and let me talk to you quickly about why that is not true so i am someone that creates content online i have worked with brands away from work and then also within a marketing capacity so i can very clearly see both sides of the story so from a influencer point of view let's just say that is that it might not feel like you're obliged to post because a brand hasn't said to you, please post us on this day at this time with this product saying this thing. Even if they haven't said that, which technically they shouldn't do unless there is a paid contract behind it, is that if a product has been sent to you, you might feel like you've been not obliged to post or that you're doing it from the kindness of your heart to support the brand. But from a marketing perspective, the reason why a brand is sending you those products for free is in hope for that promotion. So I work with quite a lot of brands that have a PR agency that work with influencers and we discuss that as part of our reports. And the first thing that they all showcase is the exposure element. So they'll talk about any influencers that has posted about their product because they have sent out boxes of PR products in the hope that people are talking about them and from that they're able to calculate the reach of their audience based on those send outs. So even though it feels like you're receiving them because a brand really likes you there is still that obligation for you to post and that's what they're ultimately hoping for. They wouldn't create these types of boxes and send outs without people hoping that you are going to post about them. So that needs to be really really clear and understood but also from a influencer perspective is that that's why it's so important to declare it as an ad because it is an exchange in order to get promotion from a brand. They do that because they want that exposure. And then if we flip that on its head as well, from a business point of view, you need to be specifically important in knowing that you need to make sure that your influencers that you're working with are declaring properly. Unfortunately, the responsibility will sit with an influencer. So if you are not declaring your ads properly because it's on your social profile and you're responsible for the posting, ultimately, if you are to receive a fine by not following the rules, it's in your name and it will have to come out of your bank account. However, from a brand point of view, and again, flipping it back to the content creator side that I do online, I've had brands before reach out to me and ask if I could post about a product but not talk about the fact it was sent to me or it's an ad. 
and that is first of all illegal but also it's which you might be able to but it's not good and it's not good for the industry and this clear transparency is needed because it needs to make sure that everyone is following the same rules whether or not you're a micro influencer or you're a reality star it's extremely important that people that are consuming your media know whether or not there is like a product placement and so it just needs to be extremely, extremely clear. I think that this is particularly important as well when you look at the types of people that are doing it correctly then aren't doing it correctly. And I know from people that I know personally that are within the like blogging sphere that have developed like blogs or YouTube channels, if they are talking about specific products on their Instagram, I found that they are more likely to declare it in the right way. However, I have also found as well that reality stars that come into fame very very quickly that basically go into something like Love Island come out with like millions of followers get all of these brand deals at them and have no idea where to start in terms of how to declare ads properly mostly people that have had different jobs before so have no idea in terms of social responsibility other types of people that then hide the word ad and it's these people as well that need to be able to say to brands that I have to declare it as an ad at the beginning because that is the law that that's what the ASA say that I have to do. And so it's people like that that I find that hide the word ad. And again, within this study, they have found that people like Love Island stars, I hate to tarnish everyone with the same brush, but people that shoot into fame very quickly in that type of way, just don't declare them properly. And so they are really gonna start putting their foot down. I know that, I think it was one of the Lukes that had been on Love Island before, basically worked with Boohoo and created TikTok content, but didn't declare that it was a partnership with them. And so again, they published that finding and ultimately tarnished his name in a degree by publishing what they found out that he wasn't being truthful and transparent. So that just, I think, ties into the fact that Everyone needs to be following the same rules, whether or not you are someone that has a million followers or a hundred followers. If you have been sent a product by a brand or you are working in paid collaboration with them, you need to use the word ad at the very beginning of your caption to make it extremely clear to your audience. And this is also goes on to Instagram stories because this is something again that I noticed and so I wanted to talk about in today's episode was that if you are featuring a brand on your Instagram stories, which is quite common or anything like that, even TikTok technically would go under this umbrella, but it's easier to talk about Instagram stories specifically is that when you are creating their content for an ad, if you're then writing the word ad to showcase the fact that it is an ad, but you're making it in an extremely small font, it's white and it blends in with the background and it's not the same kind of degree of text as the main ad text that you're using, again, that for them is not clear enough. Even if you've got the word ad, if it's kind of hidden away, it's not good enough. It needs to have the word ad extremely clear within what you're writing. And even having slides before and after an ad basically saying this is an ad and then showing the ad content without the word ad on it also isn't enough. So it's just making sure that if you're a business that works with influencers, they are following those rules. Again, it should be your responsibility to review the content and be able to provide feedback if they're not. Ultimately, if you are creating a partnership with influencers that you want to continue working with it's in your best interest to make sure they are following the rules and likewise for influencers too if you're not following those rules it could potentially put brands off as well if those are following the rules know how important it is to do so 
obviously the last thing they want is to is for an investigation to launch into the content you did with that brand and then it tarnishes both of your names so it's just making sure that it's extremely clear and again I know I've said this several times but I think that some people don't quite understand that the word ad needs to be clear visible and at the beginning of the content that you are creating regardless of whether it's paid or not and like I said from this investigation I think that they're going to continue doing this in the background they're going to continue looking at whether people are starting to follow the rules more and if not what more needs to be done within the industry for them to actually put their foot down and say this isn't good enough and therefore on the spot fines are likely to come about and there isn't a degree of like learning for people I think that they know that the rules have been in place now for quite a while long enough for people to know that the word ad needs to be at the beginning and not hidden away within the text or even at the end of the text that you've written as your Instagram caption ultimately if someone is scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or Twitter I guess Twitter's slightly different because it's all in one caption but if there is the option to click see more the word ad needs to be at the beginning because again if it's at the end and someone is scrolling past seeing your favorite celebrity using something like a skincare product where you can't see the word ad you might just scroll without looking through the entire caption and if you don't click that see more and the ad is hidden within that again that's not good enough it needs to be at the beginning because even if people don't click see more they need to be very very clear that it is a partnership that you have with a brand no matter kind of what the agreement is behind it so I think that I just wanted to do an episode about that because they are really going to start tightening the restrictions and based on this study they know that people aren't doing it good enough and so them then looking at how are we going to make this even more clear and also deter people from not trying to find loopholes and make sure they're following the rules like what more needs to be done is that fines is that slander they're basically working that out so it's in everyone's best interest to understand that from that investigation it needs to be extremely clear that you are you're working with a brand in some capacity and I think that someone like Nikki Tutorials does this really really well in her YouTube videos is that if ever she's talking about a product she'll have a little key that comes up beside her that tells the audience whether or not it is an ad partnership whether it is a like add gift um whether it's a gifted experience and it can come across all these different ways so where we're looking at restaurants reopening again soon which is very very exciting if someone has given you a free meal and you are taking photos of it again you have to put add and then if you wanted to put for example like pr experience or gifted experience or gifted meal that's fine but it has to start with the word add the additional context is fine and you can do that and they allow that but the word ad is also sufficient enough to showcase that this is an experience given to you by a brand in order to post. But going back to Nikki Tutorials' videos, every time she talks about a product, this key pops up. So it's extremely transparent for her viewers and listeners to showcase what relationship she has with that brand. And it's incredibly well. And I think as well that some people might think oh but people will be put off if I'm doing so many ads or you know if so much of what I have to showcase is gifted and I don't think that that's the case I think that I personally respect people that are a lot more transparent with it I don't think less or more of them if they are promoting something it's obviously the only thing that people will question is the lack of relevancy to your brand so if it's something that you're a fitness channel and you're talking about you know all of your content surrounds fitness and healthy eating and things like that but then suddenly you promote I don't know like Burger King or something that's just the first thing that came into my head it people might think well that's a bit strange because that's not on brand for them 
so something that's more to do with your niche is more relevant but you know it's just understanding that I think that people don't mind people advertising it's very well known that that's what people do and that's how influencers make money and people just prefer the transparency it's much like business content if you're just being completely transparent with your audience people respect that so much more and the same goes for basically ads and things like that so I just wanted to jump on and do this episode about that basically focusing on the importance of starting with the word ad if that is the case because they're going to be putting their foot down and I think that a lot of people are going to soon be caught out and I think as well for a lot of like micro influencers that are just starting to get their foot in the door you know brilliant that you're starting but a fine like that could really be detrimental to everything you've tried to do and especially if you're a small business or anything like that having a fine like that could set you back so much to the point that you stop doing what you're doing and that's the last thing that anyone wants but it is the influencer's responsibility to declare their ads properly but it's obviously important for brands to make sure that those that they're working with are following the guidance because they will publish if someone isn't doing that so that's what I wanted to talk about today because I read the study and I thought that this is particularly interesting and then I went onto Instagram and saw so many people not declaring them properly that it gets to a point where it's like what more needs to be done for people to understand that hiding the word ad just isn't good enough so that is ultimately what today's episode is about kind of a bit ranty but also just really important to the point that I felt like it was doing an injustice if we didn't talk about this because the study is so insightful and you can basically read it online it's on the ASA website and if you are someone that works in influencer marketing, I definitely recommend heading over there and reading it because it is just so insightful and it's a clear indication of what more they might be doing in order to get people to understand the procedure of declaring ads a bit more. So that is today's episode. I hope that this has been helpful and informative to anyone listening. If so, please do head over to Apple Podcasts and hit that five-star review. It means so, so much. And with that all said and done, I will speak to you guys next week. If there's any topics you'd like us to discuss, please do let me know. That's all from me today and I'll speak to you guys soon. Bye!